Joining us on the line is Fina Scropa, the healthy Italian. Fina, uh, gardens certainly can look lovely, but they can also be very useful, especially those who like fresh ingredients in their food. Oh, yes. Um, a herb garden for me is a must, I think, for a lot of people because it's something that every home cook sh- you know, really looks forward to and really uses up during this time of year and in the coming season. Um, so it improves taste from, you know, I say from meh, magnificent because really (laughs) a a little goes a long way right it minimizes sort of those flavors that we tend to lean on like salts and sugar when in fact um, herbs can enhance a meal without any of the not so good stuff yeah it's interesting how you can substitute uh, it's not the exact same taste but it's a taste that is still delicious a hundred percent and it adds color and it adds texture and all those wonderful stuff. So um, do you want to hear about some of the herbs that I'm planting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'm more interested in what are the easy ones that are uh, easy to grow that are going to be the most useful in the kitchen. Okay. So, yeah, so that's kind of where um, where I like to go because if it's, you know, it, a lot of us don't have green thumbs. A lot of us, you know, we don't know what the weather patterns if we've got a short growing season. Mm-hmm. So we want something that obviously grows abundantly, grows quickly. You know, if I if I cut a stem off, I know that in a couple of days' time I'm seeing a bit a bit more growth. So a couple of my go-tos. Basil, for sure. Basil is always something that I really, really love for a lot of reasons. It's aromatic. It has a subtle flavor. It, um, it livens up lots of dishes from sweet to savory. So things like a lemon sorbet. Um, it can be a bit potent, so you do have to be careful um, if you're putting it in something subtle like a sorbet. But it can be a star attraction, like it can be the bulk of what you're putting in a pesto. Um, it livens up like a panzanella, which is a bread tomato salad, or a caprese, which is a, very much so the color star of, of that dish when you're having a bocconcini cheese and tomato. And it, again, it grows quickly and abundantly. Parsley is one of those things that pairs well with basil. Um, it, it has, I call it the ultimate versatility herb because it has, you can go, and there's different varieties of it too. I mean, as there are, but basil, with basil, um, there's curly, uh, softer, um, the, uh, what we call the, the curly, yeah, curly, curly, uh, parsley. And then there's the flat leaf one, the Italian one that is a bit tougher in the leaf, but it's a bit more robust in flavor. Um, it tends to be used when you're simmering something or, um, something that, that cooks a little bit longer so that it holds, it holds better. And it's great chopped in tomatoes. Um, I love it on the barbecue when I'm grilling fish in like a fish pouch with tomatoes. Um, I mix it with that basil sometimes for a pesto to balance out the flavors. Then there's mint, which, you know, it really is those ones where, that herb where you can, um, use it for everything um, in a minimal amount because it can be, for some people, it's quite, um, it's quite potent. Mm. So I love it in a summery drink. It really brings out the sweetness. you got to have um, it for your mojitos. Mojito, right? Yeah. Fre- it's a fresh kind of herb, right? Mm. So a lemonade, uh, a granita, a mojito, even sl- uh, slivered on a watermelon salad. Mm. Um, one of my favorites in a side dish is peas and fava bean salad because it really brings out those flavors and it adds some nice texture to something creamy like that. It's great as a garnish, um, you know, and again, it has versatility depending on which one you get. Um, my, my preference is a spearmint. It seems to be more versatile, but there's peppermint. There's even chocolate mint that I'm seeing, maybe for desserts or for drinks. 
Um, so those those three tend to be quite lovely, um, and they, they give me a lot of versatility in the kitchen. Something like rosemary is also lovely because for me, um, I'd like to take something that I grew in the summer and capture it, you know, in other seasonal meals. So rosemary, thyme, those herbs are something I can grow and I can dry and I can keep for um, for fall and onward. So and fresh, they're beautiful too. So rosemary is a bit more pungent, a bit more strong. Um, you have to always remember when you use something fresh versus dry. The dry is more potent, so you're using less of it. Um, so with rosemary, for example, um, it's it's a tough, tough stemmed herb. So, you know, you would want to chop it up or you want to use it just as a flavor enhancer in a marinade. So maybe just the stem to marinate with the juices or maybe chopping up uh, a few of the pine needles, very, very um, small, very, very sort of shredded and um, using it for lamb kebabs, uh, potato pizza or focaccia, really, really good and really, really flavorful. And, you know, people are even using it in in homemade sort of... um, uh, you know, like aromatic uh, soaps or, or, or um, even flavored oils, which mm. goes really nicely. Sorry. Sorry, Fina. A lot of people are wondering, uh, how do you use these things? Like, for instance, do you, do you just wash them and use them? Do you chop them up? I guess it's mm. different depending on the herb or, or the spice. Well, I'm glad you asked because for the tender greens, you want to place the greens in a bowl or a sink and you want to fill it with water Avoid running water because it can bruise those delicate leaves. Mm. You're just swishing the greens a little bit with your hands to remove the fine grit. You're letting the grit kind of settle. And then you're taking the greens straight out of the water, placing them in a salad spinner, and putting them in a clean towel. You're spinning them just for a few seconds to drain, like between rotations. And then you're laying the greens on a a, a flat surface on a clean paper towel or tea towel, and you're rolling them up very loosely in a towel or you're storing them in an unsealed plastic bag in the crisper of your of your fridge drawer. And they can keep for up to a week. Now, of course, if you have them fresh and you have, I always like to keep a patio, a pot um, beside the patio or just as I'm opening the door, get, getting out into the garden so I can access it pretty quickly. Mm. But if you're, you know, if you don't want to be doing that, if you want something that's in the fridge and, and have the, the versatility of both things, then that's the way to store um, most of your greens. If folks have more questions about uh, using herbs and spices or growing their own, where should they go? They can always access my website at thehealthyitalian.ca where I've got links on how to reach me and my social media to hopefully inspire people to use herbs and in their dishes and, uh, mm-hmm. and maybe a recipe or two. And don't forget to grab the awesome cookbook, The Healthy Italian Cookbook. Fina Scroba, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk of the Town. Oh, thanks for having me. Now, Fina, in honor of you, uh, we're going to play a little Tony Basil. Or is it Basil? I'm not sure. (laughs) 